Hello moms and grandmoms. Welcome to Raising Leaders, a podcast series on how to raise a special kind of children, leaders. I'm a mother of three young adults and have been working with children for 15 years. But I look around today and I see many people in positions of leadership who are still, quote unquote, children. Children in their minds, in the way they talk, behave, and sadly, in the way they lead other people. And the reason for this is they were never taught to lead. They got into these positions by election or selection, and we automatically expect them to become leaders. Well, it rarely happens that way. Leaders are raised, prepared, developed, and trained. And that's why I hope to help you to do this, function to help your children function in this capacity with this leadership, uh, this Raising Leaders series. So we are also a praying group of mothers because we recognize you can't do this alone. And we meet every Wednesday to seek God face, God's face and partner with him on this very important assignment. So please feel free to join us. Today, I bring you part two I think it's going to go into part three, but this is the part two of the series I started last week on the topic, Raising Your Children as Problem Solvers. And I used the scripture, you know, for, for, for my background, the scripture was James 1-2. Last week, I quoted uh, the scripture from the New King James Version. Today, I'm going to actually use um, the NLT version. So, James chapter 1. Verses 2 to 5. And, and Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And then verse 5 says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. And so this was my background um, in talking about this topic last week, which is to help our children develop as problem solvers. Now, no one can be a problem solver if they never solved any problem right and so as mothers we tend to uh, unknowingly knowingly or unknowingly circumvent this process in the lives of our children by uh, being there for them again not because we you know want any ill for them or, but because we're nurturers by nature and so we're always there providing the answers and the solutions and just helping them get along because that's how we started with them as babies but my hope with this series is to help us to begin to disengage uh, gradually, begin to, you know, cut back gradually on how easy we're making things for them. Because if you look again at that scripture, it says difficulties, problems, challenges are there to help us grow. So in other words, if I'm not allowing my children to 
sort the problem out and preventing them from growing on the inside. I mean, yes, they will continue to grow on the outside. It will become, you know, they will add on year after year. But that doesn't mean they are really growing. What grows us, what grows us in terms of faith, in terms of endurance, you know, we talk about being resilient. You can't be resilient, you know, if you've never faced challenges and overcome them. If you're frustrated at every little, you know, with every little challenge that comes your way. So, the point of this is to help our children to develop endurance, or more importantly, to develop faith. Because if all you know, I become a problem solver to my children all the time. How are they ever going to trust in God to help them solve their problems? And God doesn't take away our problems. He empowers us to solve them. I'm going to say that again. God does not take away our problems. He empowers us and teaches us and takes us through a process to overcoming those problems. And so we want to be, if we're going to be raising leaders, we also want to do it the way God does it. We empower our children. We train them to solve the problems instead of solving them. Okay, so let me quickly run through the um, points that I talked about last week. First is ask them questions instead of giving them answers. So when they come asking you questions, I asked you to be the coach, you know, there. Uh, with, with your children so ask them what they think you know ask them how they can get it done all right the second thing is to teach them not to receive but to give our society is a receiving society and especially in Africa so we're, we're, and that's why it seems you know we're not developing or we're developing slowly too slowly Right, because we're a receiving society. We look out for solutions, whereas the solutions are always within. Always within. Right. So in teaching your children to learn to give, they're learning to solve other people's problems rather than have other people solve their problems. I made a caveat there that obviously they want to receive from God because that He is the source everything right all right so then the third one is teach them um, not to expect except from God um, but to project so teach them to project themselves now this is a huge topic I mean I could teach just this alone um, but just saying here that teach them to project who they are who they want to be help them to you know look inwards at who they are not necessarily what they can do or what they do but who they are because they have to become before they do as i said this is really deep maybe one day i'll talk about this on its own now today i have three more that i want to share with you quickly and the fourth one there is encourage them to get up and to keep getting up and not sit down in other words help them to become action oriented because you see, life throws all kinds of curves at us. And the tendency is, you know, to want to just lay down there and not want to get up when there's a problem. 
especially during teenage you, this is very common with teenage kids you know um and my, my, my kids have accused me of you know not sitting down there with them with their problems or not sitting down there with them long enough and i said yes you have a problem i will sit down there with you but not for too long because the next thing i'm going to be asking you is um what's your next step so sometimes they're still crying and i'm saying what's your next step you know how are you going to get out of this and sometimes they don't, they're not they're, they're not happy with that but you see that's what they need to hear because what happens is when you sit there for too long you start feeling sorry for yourself for too long all manner of imaginations begin to come into your head you feel so sorry for yourself and it becomes more difficult to get up so when life knocks you down we want to teach our children okay what's your next step okay so what's the next thing you want to do all right again that's like being the coach in you okay number five says allow them to fail and this is critical this is critical because sometimes we pass on the message that it's not okay to, 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 to fail that failing you know is unacceptable we may not say in those words but we pass on that message so i need us to be very deliberate and very careful in how we pass on it. it's okay to fail but we need to define failure and failure is learning and so when they fail the next question would be what do you think this is teaching you what lesson can you draw from this okay now the last one i'm going to share this week and i have two or three more next week is help your children to use the challenges before them or their detractors as ladders to grow as learning opportunities so sometimes you have a little kid who is being bullied in school and they come to you and the next thing we want to do most times is to report to uh, the head teacher or the teacher and all of that and, and that's fine i'm not saying don't report it because we don't want it to get out of hand but it's an opportunity for you to now teach your children skills necessary skills to deal with other people to deal with difficult people so for instance a bully why is that bully bullying why you know what's the reason behind the bullying because usually when a child we describe a child as bullying we label them but the truth of the matter is a child that is bullying is a child that is seeking attention so that could be an opportunity for you to you know help your child develop the skills to be kind to people who are hurting and they're using their hurt to um, you know treat other people badly people that treat people badly are people that are being treated badly themselves and so your child can learn to be kind even in the midst of all of that again depending on their age and depending on how dangerous the bullying is we want to use that um, initiative in handling this but it's important that we use every challenge as a learning opportunity for our children all right so i think this is where i'm going to stop today i try to keep it really short so that you know uh, we get more people pushing it out and, and learning from this all right so i stop here today please drop me a message if there's any topic you want me to take on do drop me a message if you want to be part of our mom's prayer group also drop me a message and you know i'll send you an invitation Again, note we meet every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
and 10 p.m central african time every wednesday all right um if you're on the group already expect a a prayer outline for today okay in the meantime this is coach lara saying be well and happy parenting see you next week